So I'm I'm looking around. Where's the custard? Uh, Where's the custard? Look, I demand, I demand, I fucking demand that when I put dick in my mouth, that it's followed by custard. The universe has many horrors yet to throw at us. This is not the end of our struggle. This is just the beginning of our crusade to save humanity. In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there is only war. There is only dice and pipes. Welcome back, you sons of bitches. This is the Warhammer edition of the Dice and Pipes podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Reddit, it, new subreddit, um, at Dice and Pipes. I'm Chris. I'm here with Brian. Hey. Hey. Um, before we begin, I just want to point out we got an email. Um, Ooh. And I'm, I'm very, I'm always appreciative of the fans. As, as am I. Unlike Brian. What? Oh, okay, let me. I'll put it in air quotes. Unlike Brian, he was joking. He was making a joke on the D and D side about how much he hates. I mean, loves the fans. That give me those ribs. <laughs> I, I I appreciate you out there, and I just want to point out that um, Watcher of the Woods, who I believe was our first review. Ah, yes. He gave us a five on the Apple. I was very excited about that. He was the first one that listened to the words that were spoken on this show and decided, you know what? I have to take it upon myself. I need to let the world know how great this fucking show is. And unsolicited, he put an opinion out there. Um, he made a whiskey suggestion. And Ooh. like others, uh, which is how we found the uh, the Jameson Caskmates Stout Edition, which then led us down the rabbit hole to get the IPA edition, um, Watcher of the Woods is suggesting that uh, we go online and we pick up Cedar Ridge Whiskey. Ah. It's made with real Iowa corn. And if anybody knows me, I fucking love me some Iowa corn. Not only do I love corn separate from Iowa corn, I also love Iowa separate from Iowa corn. I'm a big fan of Iowa. You know who also comes from Iowa? Slipknot. Ah. Big fan. In the pantheon of corn, uh huh. Iowa corn is right up there. It is. I think that's right up there with like uh, sweet corn from Jersey. Yes. Now, let me ask you this. Mm hmm. <clears throat> If I were to hand you some Iowa corn and ask you to cut it for me, would you uh, cut my corn? I would take this fucking table, spotted dick and all, whatever the surprise vegetable that you have or dessert, whatever you have hidden under the table, I would burn the fucking West Cabin down. Wow. If we did a special about corn and you fucking slid your plate over to me and asked me to cut it, this fucking cabin would get burnt down to the ground. What if I asked you nicely? No, I don't care if you said please. What if I don't here's care? The scenario. I don't care if if you grabbed a fistful of dick, a what? A fistful of spotted dick, and just lathered it up with some custard, and gave it to me, all gentle like. <laughs> <laughs> with a feminine touch, <laughs> I, I still wouldn't cut your corn. Now let me let me just yeah paint the picture L like Bob Ross. Happy accidents. Let's say we were sitting next to each other which of course we've already we've already talked about this we would not be sitting next to each other are people sitting across from us no okay this is an irrelevant the, argument okay but okay hypothetically speaking we're hypothetically, sitting next to each other yeah we're sitting next to each other mm -hmm. and uh we're eating some delicious mm -hmm. and nutritious iowa corn yes 
and I'm in the middle of giving some kind of proclamation, and my hands are being utilized to speak okay. with more authority. Yes. I just, and as I'm talking, I say, hey, do me a favor, brother. You look like Richard Nixon right now. Can you? <laughs> yes. Can you cut my corn? I what? appreciate you. Why, why couldn't you just wait until you were done with said proclamation? Because I'm so hungry. No, I would not cut your corn. All right. What if I did it like this? Mm-hmm. We're sitting across from each other. Okay. Cut my corn. Yeah, that's when I grab lighter fluid and I <laughs> torch the West Cabin. I think I have an idea. <clears throat> yes. Excuse me. I think the next time that we go to IHOP, when we get seated, we sit next to each other and just make the people there very uncomfortable. I I know I would be able to sustain that. Yeah. I doubt you would. I don't know if I would. I would have to sit on the outside. <laughs> I would have to sit on the trapped. outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Encumbered yeah. by me. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> um, well, I lost my train of thought here. I'm sorry. That's okay. Because it was, my brain was put in this awkward position of being like crammed into a fucking, into like a bench and just wondering what expression the waitress would have. Because I would love to have Flo again or whatever her name was. The one with the dead husband. I would love to have her serving us food. And now she had already seen us going in there once and we sat across from each other and now we're sitting next to each other. As she's taking our order, she's like, you dirty queers. <laughs> I don't appreciate the gays. <laughs> Poor Flo. We have a great gameplay session. We also have some delicious food here. Yes. Um, we have in the form of a bunt cake. Ugh. What's wrong? I don't know what it is about that fucking word. It's a bunt cake. I hate it. I hate that Do word. Do you like how the T at the end is like overpronounced? Yes. Because it's, it's not a bund. It's right. a bund cake. <sighs> cake. I hate that word. I don't know. It's not like a gross word, like gobulets or gobules. Gobules. That's a or, great word. Or pus. I don't like pus. What about mucus? That doesn't bother me. Semen. Mm. You're getting there, but nah. Well, speaking of semen, we have some spotted dick. Yes. No custard. Uh, if you want to get a review of Vegemite, you're going to have to tune into the D&D episode because I'm not eating that bullshit again. Yeah, and I, I refuse to try I that. looked online, mm-hmm. and I put in the search queue, uh, what does Vegemite taste like? And some fuck said it tastes like beef bouillon. Now, beef bouillon is basically like uh, like super condensed, concentrated beef taste. Right. It's what you used to make like gravy. Okay. In no way does Vegemite taste like that. Not comparable at all. No, it tastes more like the small colon of Satan. Satan has a small colon. Turns out, and a large colon. He has a double colon system. Yes, a dual colon cleansing system. Yes. He's like an aquarium. Yes. With Not to be confused with small intestines. <laughs> no, 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 no. A small colon. No, a small colon. Yes. Which is the punctuation at the end of the intestine. Right. Yes. If you think of an exclamation point. Okay. The most powerful part of the exclamation point mm-hmm. is the little dot. The small colon is the dot. Well, then it would be two dots because it's a colon. But isn't that what? Oh, I see what uh, you did. Uh, dad joke. Woo! Horrible. Shoot me now. Fucking terrible. We should just move right on to the gameplay. <laughs> uh, um, the spotted dick is good. Again, it's it's something new. Uh, I don't want to belabor the point, but it, it is. Um, and we talked about this on the D and D episode. It's it's a little more moist and spongy because it's steamed. 
Yeah, but it's dry. It's so fucking weird. But it's like, yeah, the consistency is very strange. But I can tell you that if if you are having some spotted dick in your life, drink Maker's Mark. Yes, yes. Definitely drink Maker's Mark. In the absence of custard. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yes. No custard with your spotted dick? Perfect solution. Maker's Mark. And I don't care what time of the day it is. You can pretend Maker's Mark is a cordial. Yes. Right? And just fucking down or, it. Or However, you can pretend like it's coffee. Or you can do that. <laughs> you can definitely at do 8 that. 8 a.m. when you first wake up. There's, I, I find no fault in that. Uh, do not, under any circumstance, smoke in English tobacco. Probably any tobacco. I think we could safely say, because I was smoking, I don't think we even talked about it in the last episode. I got so excited. Uh, Colt Blood Red Moon uh, does not go well with Spotted Dick. Mm. So I would say, don't, maybe hold off on the pipe. Well, you know what I've learned over the years of smoking? Not that this is anything really to brag about. It's just history um, that I've kind of taught myself off of. I cannot smoke anything while eating. Like in my days of smoking a cigarette, like I could never smoke a cigarette while having food. No. Like that's fucking gross. Yes. Cigars, same thing. It's like heavy and leathery. Like you, you can't be eating food. It blows out your uh, taste buds. Yeah. And the same thing holds true. Even I could see if you were smoking like a, an ultra light Virginia, that's, you know, like a sweet, even if it's cased with like honey or vanilla and you get the sweetness out of the Virginia. Dude, I still wouldn't fucking smoke no. that. <clears throat> it would probably be better to smoke after pairing some spotted dick lacking custer with some makers lacking mark. what custer custer's last stand <laughs> here on dyson pipes i fuck up on the war when you fuck up your words you find yourself in a roll to drink situation on warhammer we roll uh, a pile of d6s a pile. and I, no, I can accompany that we uh because it's thanksgiving uh we will be rolling eight dice with right. A difficulty. Which, which I have. Of five. As always. As always. It's never changed. No, it never does. Nailed it. I have three icons and one exalted. All right. See? Yeah, it's easy. It's easy. Anybody out there listening, if I don't you know think why this you is always hard, get nervous. I'm very fragile psyche. You know? <laughs> I have a very, very fragile psyche. I don't know why my glass is not on the coaster. Excuse me. Hold on. Mm. I just want to point out, I think this is something that I want to start doing. <clears throat> Fucking Sam. I thought I got rid of this. I think this is something I'm going to start doing on the Warhammer side. Briefly, I think after we do, uh, just before the toast, I want to point out if I see any deals online. Maybe people, they don't go online for like tobacco. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Not deals like, look, this is where you get the greatest escorts when you come to the city. <laughs> I was like, what kind of deals? No, 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 no. Not like that. Ah, you want to come see Off-Broadway? <laughs> I, uh, Smoking Pipes, was running a deal. Uh, they had MacBaron pipe tobacco. It was like 20% off if you order bulk. Ah. So I picked up. I put in an order. I got uh, some ready-rubbed old dark-fired, which I love. That's like That might be like one of my favorite tobaccos, and I haven't fucking smoked that in... I think that was like one of the first tobaccos I smoked on the show. In a fortnight. It, four score. Seven years ago? Yes. Just about. Hitherto. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so I, I picked up like, I think I got four ounces of that. Um, I also picked up a tin of, uh, of the new Peterson nightcap because I would like to compare that with the, uh, with the Dunhill nightcap. That'll be pretty good. Uh, what else did I get? I think some uh, luxury bullseye flake from Peter Stokeby. 
Yes. I don't yes. Know, have we talked about bullseye on the show? No, because I, we've never smoked it on the show. That is an interesting tobacco. Yeah. You know what I like about it? It's got that fucking dot of Cavendish in the middle. Yeah. And I'd be interested to smoke it again. Now having a more kind of developed palate. Refined. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so we have that coming. And I also picked up a, a few tins of the new uh, Cornell and Deal Wicked Cigar Company or Warped Cigar Company uh, tobaccos. They put out two new tobaccos. Yeah, Cloud Hopper and Night Kings. King Kings Court. Kings, Kings, Kings Court. Cock Kings. Kings Dick. King Spotted. Spotted Kings. Liver Spots. Li- liver Well. Liver Worst. Fuck. Sounds like. Two syllables. <laughs> uh, I'm logging in. Excuse me. View view my order. King Stride. Ah, yes. That's it. So I have a few tins of those. So I'm going to tell you right now, if I pop open, if I pop open these tins, right, and, and we smoke these and they're fucking garbage, we're, we'll be doing another giveaway <laughs> very soon. <laughs> so very you soon. too can suffer. <laughs> well, maybe these people like it. I mean, obviously, they're making it for a reason. Um I think I didn't mind it as much as you didn't like it. Um, the other one, the uh, the haunting, mm. like I, I still wasn't a fan of it. I think it was like too heavy with the yeah. cigar. Yeah, but I've been smoking a lot of cigars recently. Yes, so I've got I've got my palate developed on cigars. Very good. Uh, speaking of cigars, mm-hmm. um, I love when I get my issue of pipes and cigars mm. uh, advertisement book. I think they do it like once a quarter okay. or maybe uh, bicentennially. On the bicentennial? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, or the sesquicentennial. Susquehanna? Is that in like Pennsylvania? No, the sesquicentennial, the once every 125. Uh, <clears throat> what I do not like about uh, Pipes and Cigars is they have a cornucopia of selections in that magazine that get me excited. Right, yeah. Pipes and Cigars is perpetually out of stock of everything. Yeah, it's not good. All the time. They are a much smaller outlet, I believe. Yes. Than Smoking Pipes. Russ, if you're listening, I apologize. But also, mm-hmm. uh, fix your in-stocks. It just me. creates demand. Because I, I actually enjoy shopping on Pipes and Cigars more than Smoking Pipes. Oh, going okay. for that last piece uh, of spotted dick. So I'm going to join you. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy shopping on pipes and cigars more. Okay. But I have to shop on smoking pipes because well, smoking pipes. Place that you're going to find it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's I know we're not a cigar podcast. And I know we don't smoke cigars on the show, but I have to tell you. I was turned on, not by the dick that's in my mouth right now, but by a guy that I work with, not in a sexual way. Um, I was turned on to a website that if anybody is interested in um, in purchasing cigars, I would check out Thompson Cigars. They are owned, I believe, by the Scandinavian Tobacco Group. I see. And the deals there are fucking retarded. Can I say retarded? Does it have to get beeped out? Yeah, it's like a song. Let's get retarded. And Let's get retarded. And Let's get retarded. And Only you can parlay the word retarded into a music video. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I'm such a basic bitch when it comes to cigars. Like I pretty much just smoke acids mm-hmm. when I'm forced uh, into a cigar. You say forced? <laughs> Fuck you. you. Sound like a mix between like farce and forced. And of course, as always, we're rolling uh, eight with a G and a five. That's Come on, right. what's yeah. the matter with you? Nothing. I, I'm I, just I'm rehashing for you because you had a mouthful of dick. This joke just does not get old. Never, never gets old. Uh oh. Uh oh. One. Stop. Two. Uh huh. Three, four. Five, six. Go fuck yourself. So I shifted and I have a point of ruin. So that means I have to drink now. And later. I don't believe that. I have a lot of Thanksgiving shit that I have to put together. I still have to go to the store. It's the day before Thanksgiving. I still have to fucking buy shit at the store. Dude, my wife, she sent me a gigantic list. I just dropped like $300, like fucking between like, oh God, it's killing me. And I have to buy more whiskey. Take some of the Dyson pipe stash. No, my bar is like fucking full. I have to, I, I want to get a, like a special bottle. I have, oh, pardon yeah. me. Hey, hey, Michael, where are you? Oh, of course, we're by ourselves today. It's cold out. There's nobody here. It's fucking. It's we have we have no support structure. No. There's no Clyde. There's I, mean, no I haven't seen Clyde in weeks. Well, th- no this Michael. was a very impromptu. I think everybody forgot about this. I don't know what it was with this week that like we just all fucking forgot about recording. I I honestly think that if it hadn't dawned on us last night, that we would have completely neglected to record. And then you would be staring at the computer like tomorrow night, drunk, going, "Wait, hold on, I have to put out episodes on Friday." And the show would just fall apart. No, I would have grabbed... Uh, We'd lose all six listeners. No, what you could have done was grab like <clears throat> the first intro that we've ever done and just put it up at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, that wouldn't have sounded like shit. Yeah, that would be great. With like inside jokes that never materialized because we never used that, you know? <laughs> that would that'd be pretty funny. Uh, us spending 10 minutes trying to figure out what to do when we fuck up a word. Because the roll to drink thing was like one of the first things we came up with. Oh, that is true. Yeah. And it was kind of, and it's like primordial. Yes. F- phase? Yes. Shape? Sure. Being? Uh-huh. Existence. Yes. That's the word I was looking for. Existence. Primordial existence. Yes. Like Talk primordial about. ooze. Exactly. Or a primordial dwarf. One of my favorite types of people. Hey, mister. I would then take him and allow people to uh, throw him around. Yes. For money. Like a like a medicine ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On like, I remember, wasn't it a uh, Beetlejuice? Kicking, kicking his little feet. Yeah, you fucking put him in like a Velcro suit and just fucking <laughs> slam him against the wall. Yeah. Let's see if he sticks. Like Beetlejuice. Yeah, the fucking guy from uh, Howard. Uh, hey. Hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. Didn't he used to do that? Daylight come and we want to go Not that home. Beetlejuice. Daylight come and we want to go home. No, not the one. Six feet, seven feet, eight feet. Pond! No, uh, Beetlejuice from Howard Stern. Oh. Not Beetlejuice with Michael Keaton. Oh. Different different Beetlejuice. Right? The, the little black yeah. midget who was all sorts of retarded. <laughs> fucking teeth all over the place. <laughs> he was that dude mess. was crazy. He looked like a miniature, more retarded version of Sloth. And black. So, but I remember I was wasn't it him or like Hank the Angry Dwarf that they would put in a fucking Wait a second stop. What? So he looked like a more retarded, short, 
black. Dwarf black version. So you didn't look like sloth at all, is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. I guess the only thing that they had in common were they were both retards. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, there was no commonality between the two of them was, at all. Yeah. My bad. Um, didn't they used to take him and throw him against the wall? I, I remember yeah. I remember seeing videos of either him or Hank, and they would put him in a Velcro suit and like throw him up against like a like a Velcro wall. Anyway, um, you know who I think could uh, make that a more better process? More better. More Fuck me. Dude, I, no, no, I wasn't calling you. I no, was no, running with wrong. it. That's wrong. I was wrong. running with no, it. No, but it's wrong. It's wrong. And and more roles make things more better. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Drive the point home. Thank you. Um, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I can shift. I pass and I shift. You son of a bitch. Uh, I'm drinking Dewar's, by the way. Excellent work. What are you smoking? We already went through this. Cult Blood Red Moon. Fuck me. Yes, we did. I'm not rolling again. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not asking. I'm you just. To. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm. I'm just not in the mood. Okay. Okay. Not right now. I have spoken. <laughs> I just want to get to the toast. I'm very stressed. I have a lot of stuff to do today. I have to. I have to create some font. As a personal point of privilege. Point of privilege. What? I'm not asking you to roll. I just want you to understand. I'm trying to have fun with you, and you're starting but, to get angry. I, I'm always angry. I started off in a very good mood. I am in a good mood. Nothing You're going to be in a very good mood. I'm going to be in an awesome mood. We present to you the surprise dessert. What is it? Would you like a hint? Can I have it now? I'm going to give you a hint as long as you promise mm-hmm. not to start Googling on your phone. I will not. I won't touch my phone. Okay. Unless it has anything this, to do with my toast. This dessert okay. is brought to us by our friends who listen to us in Norway. In Norway. All three of them or two. Yeah, I think it's two. And they might be husband and wife. So it's really, it's one household. We're failing on the Nielsen rating scale. <laughs> Norway, huh? Norway dessert? What do Norwegians eat? Fudge? Uh, Is it fudge? Sh- yes, sure. Maybe. Yeah? We'll find out. I love, does it have like like nuts in it? Because nothing is better than some dick and then some like fudgy nuts. What's your toast? <laughs> I can't. I'm just, I'm I just can't. saying. I, I, it, this toast is very important to me. Um, I'm just going to get right to it. Today, uh, I want everybody out there to uh, to raise their glass and join us in my toast to Elon Musk. What? Huh? You know, I can't, I cannot get a read on this guy. I can't get a read on him. I don't know if, if he's like one of the coolest motherfuckers I've ever heard of, like he's the real life version of Tony Stark, or if he's just a colossal fucking retard and it's amazing because the guy i don't know why i'm dropping retard left and right on this on this episode but the guy's worth like 23 billion dollars right he has his own space program basically yes he created that flamethrower which is fucking incredible Mm -hmm. uh space balls the flamethrower it's it's awesome i love the video of him like at his office or whatever and he's in this hallway like blasting a fucking flamethrower it's it's really cool i would love to buy one um but then you take a look at, they were supposed to come out with these like solar panel roof tiles that I don't think ever materialized. Like the, the cost, it was like cost prohibitive. Pro- <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Come on. 
we are reaching for the stag goblet of fumbles. To Elon Musk and myself being a retard. What I was trying to say was those solar panel roofing tiles were not cost effective. They were cost prohibitive. They were cost prohibitive. <laughs> That's not going to lie. I was trying to get you again. I, I know you were. That's why I'm trying to speak very slow and diligently. Now he comes out, I'm sure people out there, I'm hoping that by now um, people understand why I'm toasting Elon Musk. He comes out with this new cyber truck. Yeah. Which is a colossal failure. Why? A complete failure. Why? It if awesome. anybody got duped into giving $100 for this, you are a fucking retard, my friend. I have to stop with retard. So I'm watching, I watched a brief overview. I didn't watch the whole thing because to listen to him talk is borderline painful. This guy is a multi-billionaire. I understand how he creates, you know, Tesla. He, he wants to create all these cool vehicles. And some of the, the concept behind it is fucking amazing. Like, some of the shit that this guy does is really incredible. But he should not be the spokesperson that stands out and does, like, the presentations for this sort of stuff. He is just a bumbling, he is just a bumbling idiot. He should have somebody who is a professional. He has billions of dollars. Hire a professional marketer or salesperson, and have them take the stage, or hire somebody famous like an actor. Hell, hire us. We would do a yes. better job than he did in promoting this new Cybertruck. Hello, friends. I'm Brian from Dyson Pipes. Do you have a need for a cybernetic truck? Are you looking to destroy the T-100? This is perfect. Then you are here. Welcome <laughs> to the future. <laughs> so... For those out there who have uh, who have watched this video, they they start by saying that the uh, this fucking truck is supposed to be bomb proof, right? Bomb proof. Nice. All right. So I'm with you in the in in the clip that I watched, I watched two clips. So in the first clip that I watched, they take some fucking guy and he's got a sledgehammer in his hand, and they have like a prop door that looks like it was probably to like a Ford F one fifty. Okay, and he takes this fucking sledgehammer, dude, and he winds up and smashes the shit out of this Ford F-150 door, and it puts a tremendous dent in the door. Yes. He walks up to the Cybertruck, and now he goes to do the same thing, and he winds up, and then just at the last second, he eases up on his swing and just kind of on the door. Yeah, and of course, it's not going to dent. Like, take the same fucking swing. It's a lie. It's a myth. Then, then this is the real kicker. So they're like, look, we have bulletproof glass. Or bomb-proof glass, I think, is what they refer okay. to it as. Bomb-proof glass. Bomb-proof glass. Okay. So they they run this simulation. They have a guy go up on a ladder, and he drops this ball bearing. It must have been, I don't even know, it, probably five pounds, three pounds, whatever. Um, it, bigger than a golf ball, but smaller than a baseball. All right? And they drop Larger it. Larger than a duck. Smaller than a pound of butter. It's smaller. It can fit in a bread basket. Smaller than a bread basket. So from about three feet, they drop this ball onto a normal side window and the fucking window shatters sure so now this guy goes up on this fucking massive ladder he looks like he's 10 15 feet above the cyber trucks cyber, cyber truck indestructible drops this ball bearing yeah. and it just bounces 
off of this piece of glass. Nice. It was fucking cool. Yeah. So now they're like, oh, hey, Elon is like, dude, demonstrate on the truck because they have an actual truck on the stage. Right. So he, the guy grabs the pole bearing. He's standing maybe three feet away. Uh-huh. He soft tosses it. Yeah. He doesn't wind up. He's not like Nolan Ryan. He just right. soft tosses it at the window, destroys the window. Okay. So Elon's like, oh, that wasn't supposed to happen. You're selling it as indestructible. No, 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 no. He said bomb proof. Right. Not ball bearing proof. See, here's the thing. When you're using uh, explosive yielding, right? The, uh-huh. the yield of the explosive. Right. Uh, the trajectory and the kinetic force. Oh, okay. When it matches and exceeds the kinetic potential. Right. The shrapnel exuding from oh. the central blast radius yes. uh, mm-hmm. is different proportionally to a ball bearing. I see. What? Why did you? Where did you get that microscope from? Why did you pull a microscope out from under the table? In case I need it later. That was very scientific. Yes, I have a I have a graduated beaker. I don't know if you were going. I have a like Bunsen burner. Brian Esquire or scientist. Well, I'm not Brian. an attorney. Well, I don't know. At the beginning, it sounded like you were going the attorney road. No. Nope. Scientific background. You're like Bill Nye. I Br- Brian am, Nye, the science guy. That's right. I have many hats. And you you put on a very special one today. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, the front window breaks. So Elon's like, ah, you know what? Uh, it was probably a fluke because you hit the fucking door with the sledgehammer. Uh, throw it at the back one. This will be better. So he takes it, he throws it at the back one, and the back window shatters. And he's like, eh, well, we have two years to fix this. Okay, thanks, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> but then, like, on the flip side, the thing is fucking awesome. Some fucking kid, like, rolls up on stage with an ATV and opens up the tailgate and drives this ATV up. That's battery. It's battery-powered. Drives the ATV up into the back of this cyber truck and then plugs it in to charge it. Nice. So, I mean, there are features on this truck that are very cool, but then there's shit that just... First of all, the truck looks like a fucking DeLorean. Like, we're going off of, like, the the the, the plans of a vehicle that dates back to, like, the 80s. Like, we, we can't be a little more futuristic. It lo- no, it looks like the cars from Blade Runner. Dude, come on. It, it does. looks terrible. I like it. No, you don't. You're just Let saying Let me ask that. you this. When that presentation was over, how do you think Elon reacted to his engineers? I guarantee you half of them are fired. <laughs> They're fired in his missile up to Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're sitting in that fucking convertible yeah. right now on a rocket. They're just like, oh, this is a long meeting. Was he going to come in here? And they're just rocketing toward the sun. <laughs> and then I watched this second video, and they're doing a, uh, like a, like a, he's trying to drag with this Cybertruck a Ford F-150. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be fucking cool. Yeah, it turns out that Ford came out and basically said, yeah, that was a two-wheel drive vehicle. The Ford F-150 was two-wheel drive. Listen, I'm only going to say this one. The tires were bald. I'm they were bald. Dude, well, the tires well, on the fucking Cybertruck look like they belong on a tractor trailer. Yeah, that's great. No, they weren't on a stage. This was they a separate video. Now no, they're out on the road. Stage. Um, in the mountains? Yeah. It's so, all green screen. Listen, here's the thing. Oh, this was so Stanley Kubrick was resurrected to to reenact. Not George Lucas. Oh, they used, and the fine folks at Pixar. Okay, that's what happens. So Lucasfilm yeah. was involved in this. Yeah, you got a friend in oh, me. <laughs> oh boy, listen. Yes, Elon Musk is obviously the a real life supervillain. Oh, you think he's evil? Yes, and he needs to have flaws. Look at the Death Star. Uh huh. The Death Star is 
impenetrable. Well, and it can destroy planets, except for an exhaust vent mm-hmm. that's just big enough for womp rats. Yeah, well, apparently that exhaust vent was designed by the engineer that was fired from the Empire and hired by yes. Elon Musk, now, who then designed the Cybertruck. Look at TIE Fighters. Mm-hmm. They're the weakest fucking ships. Ever. They're just little, little balls with little like mm-hmm. flaps. They yeah, blow yeah. up all the time. You so can't be a supervillain unless you have weaknesses. But you so can't, when the Cybertruck army, when the Cybertruck army comes to attack us, uh-huh, uh-huh. we just need to have guns that fire ball bearings. Oh, that's the weakness. That's how mankind rises amongst the insurgents of robot monsters. Okay. So instead of you should be encouraging this, I think that truck perfect the way it is. Oh, so. So don't dissuade anybody no. that the design is flawed. Correct. He Tell needs to everybody have that the design is great. And then push, instead of like buying ammunition, ball bearings. we should be buying ball bearings. Right. With slingshots. Like Dennis the Menace. That's how we're going to overcome the, the rise of the robots. Yes. The revolution that's coming. Right. The AI takeover. Yes. It's taken down via ball bearings. The AITO. The AITO. ATO. ATO. This is not good. If there's an acronym, it will. I'm come talking about ATO, uh, artificial intelligence takeover, not ATO, the cleric priest from Record of Lodos Wars. Wow, what a reference! <clears throat> I think with that, yes. Here's the Elon Musk. Let's get to gameplay. Oh, join us on the other side for a surprise dessert. Yes, um, uh, fudge, nut fudge. Warning. The following gameplay includes scenes of extreme violence and gore. Listener discretion is advised. So as you're investigating, uh, a shot rings out and there's blinding pain. And you suffer five wounds. Holy shit. To your leg. And you're now hindered. And you can attempt to soak those if you wish. Yeah, yeah, I gotta try to soak this. Um, how uh, again? How does this work again? Uh, my soak so you is spend four. one shock to use your soak ability, right? So let me knock my shock down one. <laughs> so that's a six. Okay. And then your soak number are the number of dice that you roll. And then what's my target? However many successes is how many uh, wounds. wounds I soak. Yes. And then for every wound that you soak is an additional shock. Right. Right. Okay. So I could soak up to four of these. <clears throat> so and one to start, one shock to start, and then we roll and see how many wounds we convert to sh- uh, shock. Right, so I spent the shock, so I'm down one shock. And now, what's my DN for this? There is no DN. However many successes or how many wounds. Oh, so I, I'm looking for icons here. That, that's basically what this is. I got it. Uh, so I convert four. Okay. So I take one wound. So this shot rings out, uh, and four. it catches you maybe in the side of the leg. Okay. And you drop down. You're still hindered. Okay. Uh, and all you know is the shot came from somewhere in front of you. So I picture I, like, collapse down onto, like, one knee. Like, that. that's how bad this pain is, right? right. So I, I drop down to one knee. <clears throat> uh, I think Bannon will shout out, we're under attack. 
and he draws his melted gun and just trains it in the direction that he thinks the uh, the shot came from. Okay. Um, but doesn't observe anything. Give me uh, an awareness, and you're going to need a six. So, I have an exalted on my wrath, and I have six. I have two exalteds and two icons. Okay. <clears throat> you can see the glimmer of something reflective about 40 meters ahead of you in, like, the underbrush. So, okay, let me ask you this. In this turn... Right, if this is going to turn into a combat scenario, do I have enough time to make a statement, switch my weapon, and take a shot without moving? Yeah, because I would say making a statement, you can do that while switching your weapon. Okay. So then my movement will be, I, I just, again, I let go of my melted gun, and I draw my bulk gun. Okay. Just knowing that the melted gun, the range on that, obviously, is never going to carry as far. <clears throat> um, and I just shout out, there, in the underbrush... And I okay. squeeze off a round. All right. Roll an attack. All right. So what am I looking for? Because now I'm, I'm at long range. Right. Uh, and we don't have a exact bead on the target. Right. I'm just aiming for that shimmering. Right. So I'm going to give you a plus four difficulty. So we're looking for a nine. Right now, I have four successes. Wow, this is going to be hard. Two, three, four, five, six. I have seven. Oh, my God. All right. I'm also going to spend one glory to give myself one extra die. So this has to be a six, otherwise I miss. Need a six. This is the only way that I hit, is with a six. All right, I miss. All right. Uh, I got an exalted on my wrath. So that gives me a point of ruin. Three. Two. Defense is two. All right, so... You hear another shot go off, and this one, what's your uh, resilience? A nine. Okay. This one kind of reflects off of, like, your shoulder piece, uh, and it does not do any damage. I will spend my point of ruin, and that glimmer is now gone. So looking at the glimmer... Before it disappeared, I wasn't able to, like, further kind of hone in on where it was coming from, being that the shot rang out, or there was, like, no signature from the uh, from the shot. My question is, basically, if I was to attack again, now that the glimmer is gone, instead of nines, it's going to be even higher? Uh, no, now we're not sure where this person is. 
Oh, so now it just could be anywhere. Right. So ju- now it's just like a shot in the dark. I'm just right. taking a random They shot. could have moved to the left or the right. They could have disengaged. They could have moved forward. We don't know. They're now gone. Okay. All right. So um, I would imagine Bannon, in kind of like a forward angle, tries to take cover behind a tree, something that's in range. So he'll race over to take cover behind the tree. He shouts out to X51 to see if X51 can track whatever it was that was firing on us. Scanning. That individual is out of range. Shall I proceed? Proceed. And I'll, as long as it allows me, if we're not technically engaged, I'll continue to move up tree to tree. Okay. Or whatever obstacles in my way to, to try to gain cover. As X51 is scanning, a shot rings out and it hits X51. And X51 goes down. This is a forest I take it I'm running into? Yeah, like a swampy forest. Hostile, hostile forces in the area. It's just kind of like sparking in the mud. Yeah, yeah. All right, so again, I just peer around this tree. And I can't see anything. No. All right, so I just, I maintain cover behind this tree. Like, I, I don't come out from behind the tree. <clears throat> uh, at this point now, the, the townspeople have made their way up okay. to you. Yeah, they're, they're no use to me. They're using sticks. Do you send them back or... Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll shout out to them. Get back. <clears throat> All right, so they fall behind cover, and now we are in a stalemate. Yes, because I am not moving anytime soon. So I'll continue to like kind of look over both shoulders to make sure that I'm not getting outflanked. That's even if I could see them. Because what, what time of the day? You said when I came to, it was early morning. Yeah, so it's like late afternoon, mid-afternoon. <clears throat> so the sun is out yeah, and still can't make out. No, because it's, still, it's still pretty dark in here because it's very thick vegetation. Okay. <clears throat> in an effort to get them to say something that would give me, the, oh, you know, give away their position, uh, Bannon will shout out. He says... Uh, to the effect of show yourself and I will not send you back to your maker. Give me uh, intimidation. Difficulty five. I pass. Wow. Yeah, I have two exalteds and two icons. Uh, so from somewhere to your front right. In front of me now? Yeah. So it's completely moved in the opposite direction of where it was firing from? Well, it shot at you. You rolled behind a tree. Oh, so like if I was facing through the tree, it's through the tree to the forward and to the right. Right. Okay. About 10 meters or so to the right of where you originally thought he was, you hear a female voice. I send you first. And a shot rings out and just blasts the tree next to your face. No injuries, obviously, but... Okay. And now you can see the glimmer of metal again. About 40 meters in front of you to the right. Fucking motherfucker. But we're still looking at the same shot that I would have taken from before. Yep. 
What are you looking for? Uh, oh, no, I'm consulting the vast index that is in the back of the, uh, the player's handbook. <laughs> oh, no, this index is terrible. Uh, how does run work? You just get the full speed. Sprint? Yeah, sure. If okay. I do like an all-out kind of like a run like or a, a sprint. sprint. Uh, so you get your full speed plus one half extra of that. So if your speed is four, you would get six. Okay, so if it's five, do we round up or down? We'll round up. All right, so I would get eight. All right, so I'm going to sprint <clears throat> in trying to keep, like, it, the glimmer is still there. Yes, it is now. You, right. you got to beat on it again. So I'm going to sprint in the direction following the shot. Um, and something between myself and where my max sprint distance would be. And again, take cover behind a tree. Okay. That's your move? That That's my or entire that's your action. action. Right? Yeah. I would like to seize the initiative. All right. Like getting closer, is that helping me or this is... Um um, yeah, I would say now we're looking at seven. Yeah, fuck this thing. I'm going to take a shot. Oh, boy. All right, let's see. <clears throat> I'm going to spend another rat. Uh, rat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to spend another rat. I have six successes. I have four dice to get one. Okay. Um, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And I could shift one. And that's a hit. All right. Let's go. Holy shit. So I do 15. Oh, hold on. Before, before you... Hold on. Let me just make sure I do get this. Yeah, yeah. 15. So the shot rings out. Uh, or the couple rounds that you burst fire towards this object and you hear uh, this woman gasp. She says, Eat gads! Alright, Bannon is just like posted on this tree. He's just waiting for like the return volley. There is no return shot. He just does one of those like quick kind of like lookouts with his head to see if it kind of like draws fire. Give me an awareness test. Difficulty two. Uh, I pass and I can shift three. You hear the sound of a gun ejecting a magazine uh, like echoing through the trees and you can hear like metal clanking on metal um, but you're not hearing a reload and then eventually the sound stops you said you could shift right 
Yeah, I could shift three. <clears throat> okay, so you can tell that whatever was unloaded has yet to be reloaded. Okay. All right, I'm going... What the fuck did I just do? I'm going to sprint again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to sprint again. Okay. So now I should be like 24 meters out. Yep. Your sprint is unopposed. Meaning? Nothing happens. There's no fire. There's no gunshot. Okay. And again, I'll, <clears throat> you know, I take cover again. And, uh, and now I, I, I drop the, uh, the bulk gun to my side. I draw out the melted gun and I train it on the position of this female, unknown female. Okay. Can I see her? Uh, not yet. All right. So if I don't hear any more like metal, like she's trying to feed in like a fresh magazine into her gun, Bannon shouts out. He says, step out and let me see your hands. No answer. All right. I'm going to fucking fire into that position again. All right. Same seven. Uh, yeah. Because if I hit with fucking 13 before and that did damage to her to fucking get her to like stumble, now minus four AP and <laughs> 20 damage. Okay. So the shots ring out. Uh, this is Melta gun, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like sizzling tree branches and just breaking shit apart and you don't hear anything. Like not even like a yelp? No, nothing. All right, I do the same thing like I did before. I just maintain my cover behind the tree. I pop my face out, this time from the other side, just trying to throw some yeah. jukes at her. Excuse me. And uh, and I will again sprint forward. <clears throat> Unopposed. All right, I'm basically, I'm going to sprint. I'm going to continue to move forward. I'm not going to take any more shots. I, Bannon, at this point, just from using the melta gun the handful of times, he sees like the destructive damage of right. this fucking gun. That if if this thing is badly wounded, he's hopeful that he can maybe capture this thing alive. So he's going to try to do it in a way that he can't get killed. Okay, you know. So I'm just going to systematically move from tree to tree, cover to cover, to try to get close enough where I can attempt to. I'm starting to believe that now, like whatever armor or disguised armor that this thing is wearing, it's almost like the predator. Where it's like blended into the woods, but right. like the shimmer just caught the light the right way off of the sun. Yeah. Um, so again, I'm just trying to now like work my way around this being, whatever it is, um, so I can lay eyes on it and see its its true form up close. Okay. Uh, so eventually, you will find its nest where it was, uh, and you see a form 
un- uncloaked, unhidden, uh, a form of a female laying face down next to a very long sniper rifle. How far is the, the rifle from her? Uh, she's like laying on top of it. Okay. So, oh man. But part of it is protruding out from underneath her. I'm sorry? Part of the uh, the rifle is protruding out from underneath. Yeah, it looks like, if you had to guess, she was laying prone while firing. Okay. And she slumped down on top of the gun. Okay. Uh, so... So I picture the gun kind of sticking out, like, on an angle away from, like, her right shoulder. Yeah, it's, like, crooked underneath okay. her. So I'm going to... I'm going to approach from the left. Okay. And I'm going to... Her left or your left? Uh, her left. So she's okay. face down in the muck. Yep. Um, and again, like her arms are out or whatever. I'm going to approach from her left, away from where the gun is. And I'm going to take my right foot and step on her throat. Like the back... Well, not her throat. The back of her neck. Okay. And just try to like pin her down to the ground. Give me an initiative test. What's your initiative? Three. Okay. No, uh, no wrath dice. We're just going icons to icons? Yeah. F1. Alright, she has three. Bitch. <laughs> so as you place your boot down on the back of her neck, she spins around and stabs you in the calf with a small knife. I don't like this girl. She's badly wounded. Um, and she's struggling to try and get up. Alright. Right, not, not writhing in pain, but yelling I am not fucking happy is the knife like stuck in my leg or she's still like stabbed and pulled so she has a knife in her hand uh we'll say uh she stabbed and pulled okay so the only thing that she's armed with right now is this knife yes alright so I kind of limp backwards like instinctively and just train my melt gun on her face and and I shout at her I don't pull the trigger <laughs> I'm like, drop the fucking knife. So now she, almost like a caged animal, she's like huffing and puffing and panting, and she's gripping uh, her gut, which is, uh, I'm sorry, her shoulder, which is bleeding profusely. Uh, You can tell that she can't use her left arm, and she's kind of like skittering backwards on her ass, uh, backing up to a tree, and she's got like a wild look in her eyes. Mm. Still holding the knife. Yeah. But she's moved away from the sniper rifle. And again, I shout at her. I shout, drop the fucking knife. Give me a... Intimidation. Difficulty two. With a plus one dice. I pass and I can shift one. So she throws the knife and just continues to hold her wound. And now she kind of like, the wildness in her eyes kind of fades. And uh, you can tell now that she's Aldari. Okay. And uh, she's wearing a chameleon cloak. Okay. 
cliche, but I just I yell back to uh, to this tribe and just yell out, seize her. <laughs> Nothing else comes to mind. He's got a fucking gigantic wound, I'm sure, in his calf. All right, so uh, these guys... And as of- they, they work their way up, I again, I still have my gun trained on her, and I say, cooperate with them, and my tech priest will heal you. She just kind of glares at you while these guys all show up, and uh, they have their stabs and their, their fixed blade knives and everything pointed at her. I look like I'm with a bunch of fucking Ewoks. Utini! <laughs> 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 uh, so they end up getting her up to her feet. I'm like Princess Leia. Yes. Yeah, why not? You're about to be cooked and eaten. Mm, delicious. Uh, you can play the drums on the stormtrooper's helmet. <laughs> uh, and they end up binding her, and now they're kind of like shoving her down this little hill to back towards the village. Okay. I follow closely behind, and I tear her cloak off. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming we're retrieving X51. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I put I put the skull in my uh, in my bag. All right, along with the cloak. Uh, I also pick up the sniper rifle. Okay, it's it, an Aldari it, rifle. Yeah, any material yeah. that's over there, I just I pick up and I bring back. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I just follow them and wherever they're they're taking her to. All right, so they put her uh, in some kind of like makeshift holding area. Uh, they didn't really have one prior to this, so they're just kind of guarding her in like an opening. Okay. So she's like tied up. Yeah. So I look at the uh, this clan leader that I originally spoke with when uh, when I came to. Yep. And I say, uh, if if we could, let's bring her to uh, um, let's bring her to to Burial's home so we can have a more intimate conversation. And he agrees, and they drag her into his uh, abode. Okay. I take um <clears throat> I turn to the tech priest and I unzip the bag and I take uh the servo skull out and I say uh do you have the means to make repairs necessary to get the servo skull back in action? I'll do my best. Thank you. Are you trained in the art of torture? No. Oh, no, you have all these arms. I would think it would come in handy for torture. Forgive me for making assumptions. And I walk away. Uh, I'll walk toward... <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll walk towards uh, Burial's hut. Right? It's like a hut. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's like elevated. It's yeah. kind of like in the trees. Right? Okay. <clears throat> um. So I work my way up uh, up the stairs, and I'll I'll head into uh, into this room, and who's in here? I would take it it's me, this Eldari uh, assassin, yes, and maybe a couple of like these villagers. Uh, if you want them in there, yeah. Okay, no, no, no. I'll ask them to to leave. Okay. And I turn to her and I say, "Who are you, Eldari assassin?" I am Silventa. Why are you here? I was hired by Redbreast to take out this traitor and all of his friends. I've been in this swamp for weeks, taking them out one by one. Where is Burial? He's alive, 
and he's in my hut. I am to bring him to Redbreast. Where is your hut? I guess it doesn't matter now, right? And uh, she either explains it or points it out on a, on a map or whatever, but she gives you the location. Baden lets out this sigh of, like, disgust. Just a very long, <laughs> disgusted <laughs> sigh. And he just looks at her. He's like, you are pathetic. I'm not paid to impress you. Judging by these wounds, you won't be getting paid anytime soon. And that's why I know it doesn't matter. Just so we're clear. Like, Bannon is disgusted. He was hoping for, like, a more intense interrogate. He really wanted to use his, his fucking timer. Didn't even like the whole time he's like toying with it in his hand, right? Like it's just it's hanging from like a string off of his his you know duster, and like he's just holding it. And he's just he's praying that he can like detach it from his from his duster <laughs> and put it down on like some sort of like dresser or you know some flat surface that he can then question the shit out of her and then torture her. But unfortunately, that doesn't happen. He just he just looks at her. He lets go of the timer and he says, "What should we do with you?" Almost asking kind of like uh, rhetorically, you know. You should give me my gun back and let me go. Now, why would I do such a thing? You asked me what we should do. That's what we should do. Well, I think we should be a little more realistic in, in what should be done with you. I think we both know what's going to happen to me. Oh, I think you're well aware of what's about to happen to you. And, um... Why do I feel like I had a combi tool? I guess I don't, though. Yeah, you do. I do, right? Yeah. <clears throat> this is where it stops becoming PG-13. <laughs> I, um... Bannon takes out his combi tool. And, uh... Doesn't approach her yet. He just... He takes it out. And, uh... He just said, any... Anything else you'd like to share? I guess not. Now is when you begin to beg for your life. And I switch the combi tool to the pliers. She's tied up, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just kind of knock her down onto the ground. So her back is on the ground. And uh, I go to put my foot on her throat. And I kind of chuckle. And I'm like, no surprise attacks this time, huh? At least you're using your good leg. Uh, soon you won't be able to say anything and I take the pliers and I jab them into her mouth until and I'm sure she's like fighting against it but I'm just prodding around her mouth with the pliers until I grip her tongue as you're doing that you hear her say I got a ghost with me I take the pliers out of her mouth and I take my foot off of her throat I say what did you say I had and the second she opens up her mouth, I stomp my foot right on her face. <laughs> I just fucking stomp her right in the top of her head. Give me a flat wrath. A two. She has three points left. So she's kind of dazed, and she's kind of like shaking the cobwebs. And say, I'm sorry, you were saying? I had a suspicion who you were. You've caused quite the ruckus here. 
on Sabatania. <clears throat> it's too bad the ghost is never going to see me again. Oh, it's too bad. Uh, let me continue. And I put my foot back on her throat. Okay. And the pliers go back into her mouth. Okay. And I prod around until I get her tongue. Okay. And when I can get a grip, I, like, pull her tongue out of her mouth. All the way? No, I'm not, like, yanking it out. But I pull it as far as I can. Like, you're you're not going to detach a tongue with a pair of pliers. Uh, But what I am going to detach it with is with the knife that's on my hip. And I cut her tongue out of her mouth. Give me a D6. A four. And she falls unconscious. Good. And then remove an Eldari tooth. There we go. Yes. Add that to the collection. There it goes. (laughs) She's unconscious, but not dead. Uh, yeah, we'll say she's not dead. Okay. I want her alive. Uh, I call the tech priest. Yeah, yeah, I call for the tech priest. Okay. Um, do you have means by which you can cauterize wounds? Uh, yes. Uh, very good. I then proceed to cut both of her hands off. Quarterize those for me, and then I walk out of the hut. The tech priest is not happy. Good. All right. Yeah. She's an agent of Slanesh. She can enjoy the pain. That's what I say as I as I step down and go back into the swamp. All right. Uh, so I walk over to the uh, to the clan leader and, and let him know that I believe I have uh, what appears to be the coordinates of where your leader um, may very well be, if in fact she was telling the truth. But I have no reason to believe that she was lying to us. Okay. When I take a look at the coordinates, are they close? They're far? Uh, it's they, like they're, they're still in the same... It's like uh, one kilometer. Oh, okay. So it's relatively close to yeah. uh, to where we are. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so I look to him and I say, remain here. It appears as though the uh, the threat was um, solely her. So for the time being, it, it seems as though you're safe. Thank you. Yes. Um. I will go with my party and attempt to retrieve your your leader. All right, so you're going to bring the tech priest and your pilot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pilot's not feeling that. Not feeling what? Uh, yeah, I, I fly. Um, yeah, you just have to fly us there. Oh. Yeah, you're, 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 guy, relax. You're not coming on an adventure, okay? <laughs> well, I, I, I reckon I'd be more than happy to... Yeah, the Inquisitor thanks you for being our transportation. However, you know, it's it's not really I'm, recommended. I'm going to get paid, right? Oh, you're getting paid handsomely. Excellent. Yes. All right, all aboard. Let's go. Chop, yes. chop. And uh, within a few minutes, uh, okay. you end up at this location. And you see like a small uh, like metal shack, like makeshift. Right. Um. 
So I'll survey the uh, the outside. You know, briefly. I just want to make sure that it is in fact abandoned. It was only hers. And if it seems clear, uh, give me an investigation. Difficulty two. I pass. Uh, yeah, it doesn't appear that there's anybody else here. Okay. Uh, other than, you know, uh, you can see maybe if you glance through the windows, right. you can see a guy tied up uh, laying on the ground. Okay. <coughs> I will, uh, yeah, I'll make, I'll make my way into the place. All right. When you open the door, uh, you hear a slow and rhythmic beeping sound that starts getting a little faster. How big is this place? Uh, it's small, like four by four. All right. I try to quickly grab this fella inside and yank his ass out. Give me athletics. Oh, this fucking athletics. I know when I level up what fucking stat I need to bump up. Stealth. Stealth. <laughs> Difficulty uh, one. I don't even know. Do I have any? Oh, wow. I have one wrath and one glory. Oh, I pass. <laughs> I rolled two icons. <laughs> All right, so you grab him and you pull him out just as uh, a little vial explodes, spraying acid uh, oh. into the room. Oh, thank God. That would have been scarring. That would have looked hideous. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you got both your hands. Yeah, that's true. And tongue. And yeah. old my teeth. <clears throat> uh, so this... Uh, this is uh, Bariel. Uh, he is pretty messed up. Uh, he's got a pretty significant gunshot wound to his uh, right shoulder. Okay. All right. I quickly uh, take him and try to uh, board him onto the uh, the ship. Yep. Vehicle. And we're going to go back to the little village? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll head back to the village. All right. So on the way or when you get there, uh, he explains that uh, he spent quite a while in the wilds uh, after being run out of town by Samael um, and he does in fact have a dynamo core reactor for you um, this is excellent news he explains that he <clears throat> was contacted by Redbreast's people uh, to start selling equipment gear and eventually weapons um, he had a stockpile and he was trying to kind of get away from civilization when he realized that there was a drug war and that he was facilitating it, he tried stopping. Uh, and that he believes that's when they sent this Eldari assassin to uh, bring him back. Okay. So in essence, he's the Tony Stark of the 41st millennium. Yeah, but like dumb. Like he didn't realize he was... He thought he was like working with like a protection agency kind of a thing. Oh, he he didn't realize the true scope of right. what Red Breast And was because he about. doesn't live in the hive. Right. He was kind of ignorant to what was actually happening. Okay. Uh, and he was using the money to get supplies for this tribe, and he was kind of just happy living his life out here. Okay. Well, that's fine. Ignorance is bliss. Yes. Um, so you have your dynamo core. Uh, it is uh, about the size of like a watermelon. Oh, all right. Um, but the case that it's in is fairly large because it has to maintain a certain... Um, it's almost like nitroglycerin. You can't bang it around too much. Otherwise, it'll separate and disperse. Okay. So with some care, mm. uh, if there's nothing else you want to do, we can go back to Levinus 8 
and install this into the relay? Yes. Anything else we want to do or do we want to fast forward to you finally having some good news? No, let's uh, let's move on to good news. All right. So Yeah, uh, I think there's really not much, right? There's not much else that needs to be accomplished. Yeah, I let these tribes people do what it is that they wish to do with that okay. Eldari assassin. Um, they can even keep her sniper rifle. Okay. And, um, well, uh, you know, what's his name? You know, Barriel can keep... He could do whatever it is that he wants with it. Now, are you bringing her with you? Um, should I bring her with me? You know what? Actually, I... Hmm. Let me think about this. Do I want to take her with me? You know what? I... Hmm. Yeah, I am. I am getting... What the fuck? We'll take her with us. Okay. We'll put her in the stow-and-go seating of the, <laughs> of the transport vessel. All right. All right, so she's coming with us. Uh, <clears throat> so we get back to uh, Levinus 8. They install this dynamo core into the Synthorum battery relay. Uh, a ship comes to collect it. And at this point, uh, Viceroy kind of looks around, scratching his head. I, uh, what, what do y'all, what, what's going on? What, what, uh, what are you doing with all this equipment? You just fly low-level ships, remember? Well, I mean... I thought your concern was only payment, wasn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of hubbub going on. Might have to charge you half for all the questions you're asking. Right, well, I mean, I don't know if that's uh, <clears throat> necessary. It's just, uh, I, I don't know. What, what What's... You guys doing anything here or playing anything else, or is that repairs, my friend? Okay. Simply repairs. So we're not going to smarten him up to uh, nope his imminent demise. Nope. Right. Well, uh, I guess the payments do. It's been a pleasure. Yes. Yes. And now he's just kind of standing there, and so am I. <laughs> Your name truly is Viceroy. Yeah. It's the name they gave me. And this is your expertise, these low-altitude ships. Yeah. You don't have any proficiency in flying real ships. Oh, listen. Uh, I mean, I'm a pilot. I'm the best damn pilot. So, I can fly anything. You are pretty good. I will give you that. Thanks. Yes. You find a lot of work in these areas? Less and less, unfortunately. Mm. Maybe um, if you're looking for a little more gainful employment, maybe you'd like to take a trip with me and see if there's anything that I can do for you. In addition, of course, to the payment that you've already earned for jackassing me around this cesspool of a planet. Well, I mean... Yeah, that sounds all right. I guess uh, lead the way. Your family or friends that you're leaving behind? No, don't you remember? I was talking to you and I told you about how they all died. Nah, a horrible 
death kind of tuned you out. I'm sorry. Almost killed myself that one time, but <clears throat> yeah, uh, I, I guess I'd be happy to tag along and see what else is out there. You know, it's outside of this, you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of an Australian version of, who was it, Murdoch from the A-Team? <laughs> <laughs> Just like a suicidal fucking, you know, recluse. Yeah. I like it. I like him. Um, <clears throat> anyway, no, I don't fill him in as to what's going on, but my hope is he seems like an all right guy. So I'll offer him employment off of the planet so when it's eradicated, he doesn't suffer the fate of all the other horrible pieces of shit that live here. Okay. And... All right, so making our way back will then be myself, X-5-1, the tech priest, and Viceroy and the Eldari prisoner. What a motley fucking crew going back to the ship. What do you think the Inquisitor is going to say when every time you leave his ship, you come back with more people? I'm just developing my own <laughs> circle of influence. Uh, I think I can justify that. Yeah. All right. So we get back to the Inquisitorial black ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the head engineer, along with Boots, is there. Very excited to get to work on this relay. Oh, good, good. Uh Anything that we're any parting, we're going to put her, uh, the the Aldari, in a prison? Yes. Holding cell? Yeah, yeah. I guess all that's left to do, uh, we're going to show Viceroy, I guess, where the hangar is so he can acquaint himself with. Uh, yeah, he can get his fucking rocks ships. off, like looking yeah. at all the different ships and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. So all that's left to do is debrief with. Uh, yeah, I'll go. Grimarius um, Cantil. Yes. Sure, this will go famously. All right, so you find yourself to the bridge. Uh, once again, Grimarius is sitting at this long table filled with food, and uh, he motions for you to sit down. I understand you found the relay. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, Inquisitor. Excellent work. Within the hour, this planet will be no more. We have begun exterminus rituals. Very good. Uh... If you would entertain this, I hope you don't mind. I took it upon myself to bring back not only a prisoner, but somebody who I thought would uh, make it a valued addition to uh, to your ship here. He is a pilot, and a very good one, I might add. He, uh, he takes a long sip of whatever it is that he's drinking and thinks for a moment, Why do we have a prisoner? In Bannon's history on this planet, I would imagine he knows of Aldari, but had he ever come across Aldari on this planet? Like, is it common? Because usually I thought, like, Aldaris and humans don't really fucking no, mingle. No. So this would be more like human and orc-based, and right. even orc to a much lesser extent. Yeah. But Aldari would almost be, like, very unusual for it to... If you had to wager, I guess, she <coughs> was brought in. Imported. Right, right, She right. was an imported She was an assassin. imported. Okay. The prisoner, I thought, might pique your interest. Uh, she is, or was, an Aldari assassin, hired by Redbreast, one of the dealers working directly for Ghost. She does also have direct knowledge of Ghost, um, the little that she shared with me before I tore her tongue from her head. Interesting tactic. Let's hope she knows how to write.
Let's hope that she can write with her toes because I took her hands from her. And he just kind of glares at you. So we've acquired a prisoner with knowledge of ghost with no way to communicate that knowledge to us. Well, I'm sure her hand can still move in the motion of letters. I will be more than happy to extract information from her myself by taping a pen to her nub. You have an interesting way about you, Acolyte. Thank you, Inquisitor. So we brought one prisoner, that's it? Or you brought somebody else? And a gentleman by the name of Viceroy, the pilot that I had mentioned. I did not want to burden your crew. So we have an orc, an Altari. I suppose this is a Tyranid that you brought? He is human. Thank the Emperor for that. Does he have all of his faculties? Yes. Yes. He's, he's a little crazy, even by my standards. You are quite the adept acolyte. You remind me of myself. Oh, thank you, Inquisitor. That is an honor. From now on, before bringing any new acquisitions onto my ship, perhaps we vet them first. Yes, my leash. Well, if you would, join me at the bridge. Mm. And he kind of like perks up with that one. Stands up and you walk down towards the, uh, the helm cogitator and the walls kind of split open. It's glass uh, and you can see Sabatania in front of you. The exterminus rituals are complete. And with that, he waves to some crewmen and they start calculating and typing in a bunch of things into the cogitator and much like the Death Star. Yes. Uh, a beam fires out and within moments the planet explodes. It, can I just interrupt really quick? In, <clears throat> Bannon is so excited by the opportunity to stand next to this Inquisitor on the bridge that when the Inquisitor motions his hand in Bannon's mind, he does the same thing. Like he's like mini Inquisitor. And he's like, how fucking amazing that just by just the wave of a hand, a planet explodes. He's just he's amazed by it. Now, we must find Ghost. He must be in this system. The ship that he left with does not have long-range capabilities. So, I will leave it to you to speak to this Eldari and extrapolate any information you can from her. We'll be leaving this area soon, but uh, the Astropath is available if you wish to use him to scry her mind. Yes, sir. I will talk to him. All right. And uh, we will rank up. Mm. And that's where we will leave it for today. Very nice. Uh, uh, 30%. Do, do you see a garbage can over there? No, I'm hoping okay. that it's so full that they can't move the garbage can. I don't think so. Uh, Yes. I'm sorry? We're Oh, we're live. We're live. Oh, we're recording. We are now. Oh shit, my bad. Uh I think the gameplay has been far from generic. It's been very exciting.
and I'm very excited. I'm very excited to have participated in the gameplay. Ah, yes. Yeah. Um, well, welcome back. Uh, I, I owe you a drink. Right? You rolled the fucking... Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'm just going to get that out of the way now. No, that's up no, to no, me. No, no, I, I want to drink it now because I want to I wanna be very prepared for your, uh, for your surprise dessert. All right, I'll allow it. Thank you. Yes. All right, good. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm too excited. What's the surprise dessert? So, in mm-hmm. honor of Thanksgiving uh, and this potluck that we've created here today... Uh, what we've done is we've taken a little bit of stuff from other countries that listen to us. Uh, we had the Vegemite from Australia. Uh, Spotted Dick, of course, has been the star of the show. Delicious. Uh, congratulations, England, on your dick. Oh, they won. They won. Well, not yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Canada did not enter this this year because my uh, fireplace ran out of fuel. And I didn't want to eat cold disco fries, or as they call it, poutine. I P- guess that's poutine? how Poutine? P-O-U-T-I-N-E. Poutine? Poutine? Poutine. Poutine. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and now we have a couple of people from Norway that listen to us. So in honor of that, I uh-huh. have procured some sustrumming. Sustrumming? What is that? Sustrumming? Give me a second. Let me Let me open it here. What? It's dude, what? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I thought you. Come on, dude. What's that fucking smell? It's the sticky fish. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> dude, you, you're fucking retarded. You take here. Take. No, 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 no. <laughs> don't, don't throw up. Don't throw up. <laughs> <laughs> 